Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the WellFit Lab podcast. I am Shia Thousand, your host, and I'm excited about today's episode. Today we're going to be discussing ways to close out and tackle third quarter so that you can go into your fourth quarter strong and close out the year. As you guys know, this is September and we are in third quarter of the year. How did we get here so quickly? Doesn't matter. We know that we need to come through this thing and crush it to have the quarter that you want to close out the year. So today I'm going to give you guys some tips and some ways that you'll be able to do that in a productive, healthy manner and help you accomplish your goals to close out the year. So grab a pen and paper and a cup of tea and join me in the lab. I'll see you in there. Hey guys, welcome to the lab. This is another episode of the WellFit Lab. Thanks for tuning in. And as you already know, today we are talking about five self-care tips to tackle quarter three. Intentionality is the beginning of real change in our lives. As we venture and during the third quarter, setting intentions that align with your best selves will be key in our growth journey and evolution. As you all know, Serena Williams is currently retiring from tennis. And I love that she's not calling it retiring. She's calling it evolving away from tennis. And I think that's important. I think it's important because so many times we think of retiring as like one thing has to just like almost abruptly end or negatively end. And as if you're going to go home and just sit down and do nothing, but she's evolving. Our lives, our careers, our journeys, they evolve as we learn new information, as our goals change, as we meet new people, the things that we are wants and desires change in our lives. And we have the right to do that in changing our opinion. So we evolve as people. I like to think of it as a metamorphosis. You're no longer a caterpillar. You're now becoming this beautiful butterfly. And we have lived many lives from your teenage years into your early 20s. That's you becoming an adult, your early womanhood, manhood. And then from your 20s into your 30s, you're not the same person. So we are evolving through the years at all times. So when you think about self-care, I want you guys to be mindful. Overworking and depleting ourselves and pouring from an empty cup is not a smart move. Not now and not ever. Let's be sure to reclaim our time and make time for self-care. Did you know that in the United States, Black women represent 14.4% of the female population and 52% of the African-American population? And three to four yet exceed all races and 3.4, sorry, yet exceed all races and mortality for heart disease, cancer, stroke, and diabetes, according to the National Institute of Health Office of Research on Women's Health, Women of Color Health Data Book. That's crazy. So when it comes to our health as Black women, we tend to not take care of ourselves. Too often, Black women, our self-care takes a back seat to our goals and our and just life moving and coming at you fast. So your self-care requires you to be intentional in the following eight areas. Your physical, psychological, emotional, social, occupational, environmental, spiritual, and financial. And for some of you, you guys might think that sounds familiar. It sounds like the eight dimensions of wellness because that's what it is. And it's really important that we pour into those areas of our lives because if we don't, we are going to recognize that we are um, either struggling 
or feel deficiency or feel unfulfilled in those areas. And a study in 2016 was published that states self-care is an individualized strategy that has the potential to reduce and buffer the burden of stress on many Black women's health. So I like to say that self-care is not like a solo sport. It can be siloed and there are siloed activities that you can do, but a part of any true self-care routine will always include social support. So it is just not being individualized, but it is spending time with those you love. You ever notice that when you spend time with those you love and care about, you have the ability to let your guard down as well as you take deeper breaths, your heart rate goes to a very comfortable, uh, non-racing state, very non-active state, because at that time, you're being fulfilled and your soul is being fulfilled in a completely different way. So social support is really important for our self-care needs. To help with your self-care strategy, here are five tips to conquer the third quarter with a new level of focus and grace. Tip number one, journaling. It may be helpful to grab a journal and pen to write out your intentions and refocus. If you can't think of what to write, here are some journal props to pull from. And this is actually one of my favorites. What are you anchored in? And I love this because once you answer it, also I would encourage you to go a little bit deeper. What are you anchored in? So for me, I'm anchored in my faith. So what does that look like? So for me, that means when I wake up in the morning, I give gratitude to God for waking me up for the day. And then from there, I read my devotionals and then I get out of bed and then I start my day. But none of that happens before I at least express gratitude because if that's my anchor, I have to spend time in that before I can spend time in anything else. And that means before I'm checking Instagram, before I'm checking my phone for anything, I'm actually logging in to make sure that I connect with my spiritual source. And that is God, Jesus Christ, my heavenly father. So that's really important for me to start my day. And when I don't, I can recognize the difference in how my day feels, how I engage throughout the day. And so I think it's really important for me to spend time with God before I spend time with man. So I want you to ask yourself, what are you anchored in? Next, what worked in Q2? Like what worked? Like find out and think about that because so often we'll just keep doing the same thing, not recognizing if we saw results or not. So I don't want you to be spinning your wheels this quarter doing the same exact thing you did in Q2 if it did not work, but expecting different results. And if you never think about it and ask yourself the question, you'll never know. So what did I learn about myself last quarter? This is a really great question because we're always learning. We have to stay curious, vulnerable, and students of just life. So if that's the case and we're always learning, it's really important that you think about what did I learn about myself last quarter and write those things down. And journals are great ways to track what's happening in your life, write out your emotions, and also you can use them as a reference that when your journal is done, maybe a year from now, you can go back to it and see how you've grown, how you have evolved. And I'm sure you'll be very shocked. And sometimes we don't even remember what we went through. But when we journal, we can see how far we've come. And that's one of the really great joys of journaling. You get to recognize the journey and how far you've come in your walk, in your healing, in your journey of life. So next is what is my Q3 intention statement? 
I think it's really important to have an intention statement for every quarter. It's so easy to get caught up in everything that's going on. But if you write an intention statement for the quarter, you then have the ability to set the tone for what you want this to look like. And I think it's important to write it and post it up like on your bathroom mirror and somewhere you can see it regularly, read it and say it out loud. So for me, my intention statement is I am letting go of the things that I cannot control and things that no longer serve me so that I may receive all that God has for me in this season. And that means I am not allowing myself to get pulled into conversations that don't serve me. I'm not allowing myself to engage in any low-level gossip or anything like that. If it does not serve my soul, I am not engaging in it. But I'm also letting go of the need to feel like I have to be a part of those conversations. I'm letting go of um, frustration when people around me are having those conversations and they want to pull me in even though I don't want to be. Sometimes it may need, I may need to change my circle. So what does that look like? So for me, that's my intention statement. And it's really important that I keep that top of mind because I also need to receive all that God has for me. But if I'm focused on the wrong things, I can't receive anything because I'm focused on the negative and God is trying to bring me something else that will add greater value to my life in this season and allow me to operate in the full purpose and intention that he created me for. So I'm letting go of those things. A lot of times um, I get mad at myself or I used to get mad at myself and when I'm running late and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm running late. But what I have realized nine times out of 10, anytime that I have been running late, I have actually been on time because had I left my house in the time that I thought I should have, I would have been or a part of or stuck in traffic because there has been an accident. So I don't know if I would have been in an accident. I don't know if I would have gotten in the traffic or whatever the case may be, but I can see it has cleared normally by the time I'm going by it. And I always thank God for when that happens because sometimes I'll be like, oh my gosh, you're running late, you missed the time. But there's a reason that that happened. So don't get caught up in the whole beating yourself up. Change the narrative. What was I spared from? We only know what we encounter on a daily basis. We have no idea what God is actually protecting us from. So when you think about complaining when you're in traffic, just think about that. What is it protecting you from? So my intention statement helps bring perspective to those moments because I'm letting go of the things that no longer serve me and I cannot control to receive everything that God has for me in this season. The next journal prompt is how will I cultivate joy in Q3? And I think this is really important. We need to make a habit of cultivating joy. It needs to be a daily, weekly, monthly activity. And a lot of the time, we're not even celebrating ourselves in the midst of all of our accomplishments. We're just moving forward to our next. So how can you cultivate joy? How do you make time to celebrate yourself? Um, How do you spend time just laughing? Like what's something that you really like to do that you realize you don't do enough of? Think of that when you think about how can you cultivate joy and then map out how you want that to be included in your day, your week, or your month. I think that's really, really important. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, learn something new. Try learning something new within the next few months. Choose two books, one personal and one professional to read and study. Or take a class in something you've always wanted to do, but put off because you didn't have time. 
A recent study showed that learning something new can have a positive impact on your overall well-being. Did you know that learning something new, staying curious, adding new information to your brain can actually have a positive impact on your overall well-being? This is good information. All right, tip number three, schedule your self-care. Listen, I know everyone says they don't have time for self-care, but when you evaluate your schedule, you actually do. Self-care, the myth is that it has to be expensive and it has to be time-consuming. These things do not have to be this way. Self-care does not have to be expensive, nor does it have to be time-consuming. So I want to encourage you, book your therapy appointment, book a massage, book a nail appointment, schedule childcare. And what you can do to help reduce your stress is schedule these things in advance. So either at the beginning of the quarter or beginning of the month, just go through your calendar and start putting things there. I always tell people to pre-schedule mental health days. We all know we get tired and we feel overwhelmed at work at times, but because we feel guilty about taking days off, you then in turn don't take the day off and then we get burnt out. So pre-schedule your mental health days. It will change the game on how you navigate your work life. And then pre-scheduling your self-care will do the same very thing, the very same thing for you. Because by scheduling your therapy appointments, you know, like, okay, I have therapy on Thursday. So then you get into the mindset of thinking like, okay, what you want to discuss with your therapist? And you anticipate this in a very good way normally. When it comes to massages or nails, some people that's maintenance, some people that's self-care. Whatever you see it as, pre-schedule it for yourself. So you're not sitting here trying to get a last minute appointment and you feel stressed. Schedule the babysitter. Schedule the babysitter for the kids at least at the beginning of the month. Make time for you and your spouse. Make time for dinner alone. Make time for you and your girlfriends. And don't let a babysitter be the reason that you don't keep your cup full. Your children deserve to see a happy, healthy parent living a life and doing the things that bring them joy outside of them because it then gives them permission to do that same thing. Cultivating these moments of joy is what we just spoke about and pre-scheduling self-care allows you to show your children what is possible and what they also should be doing in their own lives. The same way that um, one of my girlfriends shared, Dr. Amber Wright, hey Amber, she shared that she was making time with um, her girlfriends and her daughter wanted to go. But then she explained to her daughter like, hey, you the same way you like to go hang out with your friends and you enjoy that time, that's what mommy's gonna do. And in that moment, it clicked for her daughter and her daughter literally got out of her luggage and was like, have fun and walked away. So we have to show our children that these things are okay. And it shouldn't be that these things are like one-offs. This should be cultivated. It should be something that they see because scheduling your self-care in advance is an act of intentionality on your part for your own personal well-being. And it gives your children permission to do the same and see it as such. Next tip, have a staycation. When's the last time you took a trip nowhere? A staycation could be just the thing you need to reset, refuel, and refresh your professional, personal, and creative juices. A trip away from your normal routine has the ability to inspire creativity and release the stress of the day-to-day. -day. And it is a good way to change the scenery. During this time, you could map out and set intention for the rest of the year, how you want the rest of the year to look by a week by week or month by month. Do you know that 
Bill Gates actually does this for at least one week a year. He will go away, no connectivity, and just a bunch of books and pours into himself during that time. How cool is that? When you think about what that looks like and the level of success that can come from it, either on a professional level or personal level, you are filling yourself up. And again, this is time for you to just be poured into. That is, I, I just love that he does that and that we've seen um, him talk about it so much, but I think it's something that we can cultivate in our own lives. Everyone may not have the ability to take a week, but it doesn't mean you can't take a couple of days. So according to the Harvard Business Review, statistically, taking more vacation, and a staycation can be a vacation, results in greater success at work as well as lower stress levels and more happiness at work and home. Set a plan for the week and boundaries around your technology and connectivity and see what happens when you return. And again, it doesn't have to be a week. It can be a couple of days. Take a weekend, but take some time away change the scenery, pour into yourself, let someone else bring you the food, order some room service, maybe even book a massage or a nail appointment while you're there, but take some good books, read, watch some of your favorite shows, just change your scenery from the day to day and see how you return refueled and refreshed and ready to go to your family, to your goals and to your work. So next tip, adopt a new habit. Have you heard of habit stacking? James Clear is the author of Atomic Habits, and this book defines habit stacking as a special form of implementation intention. Rather than pairing your new habit with a particular time and location, you pair it with a current habit. So in doing so, you are more likely to sustain the new healthy habit. All right, so think about this. Think about if you are now creating this new habit and you're like, you know what? I wanna start stretching in the morning. So when I wake up, I'm going to just give gratitude like I normally do, say my prayer, and then I'm gonna get up out of the bed. Well, when I get up out of the bed, I will stretch right then and there and then I will go to the shower or then I will go brush my teeth. So you wanted to start stretching, you have now put it in between something you are already doing. So it's not like you have to say, at 7.30 in my bedroom, I'm going to stretch. You're just saying, after I get out of the bed and after I say my prayer, I will now stretch and then I will get in the shower. So that is what an example of habit stacking is and what that looks like. I think these are all really great tips to help you navigate this quarter, close out the year strong in fourth quarter, because these can be applied to fourth quarter as well. You're always going to be mindful of what worked and what didn't work always create an intention statement and really set yourself up strong. Your goals are only going to get accomplished if you make time to do them. And you can only make time to do them if you have a plan. Because remember, a goal without anything behind it is just a wish. All right. So I want to encourage you. So I'm going to go back through these. So we have the very first one is going to be journaling. The second one, is going to be learn something new. The third one, schedule your self-care. The fourth one is a staycation. And the fifth one is adopting a new habit. I want you to tell me how these things go. I'm gonna tell you, it may not feel like you are seeing any progress immediately. Give yourself grace and permission to let it play out 
so that you will then be able to see the fruits of your labor as it relates to creating new habits, as it relates to scheduling your self-care, learning something new, and journaling, and even making time for a staycation. It may not always feel like it's immediately working. What I will always say to you guys is that one thing you will see is that it will change the way you react and respond when you are stressed. And it will help eliminate burnout because you are taking care of these things on the front end and you are creating boundaries and you are making sure that you are communicating those boundaries through how you navigate, through how you learn and how you communicate with those you care about and those in the workplace. So hopefully you enjoyed today's episode and tell me how it's going. Leave me some comments. Let me know how it's going. If you find out that this works, I would love to hear about it. Shoot me an email. You can find me on social media at Shia1000, C-H-E-Y-A-T-H-O-U-S-A-N-D. And that's also my website, Shia1000.com. I want to hear all about it and how you guys are crushing Q3 and working it out so that you can slaughter Q4 and close out the year in a major way. All right. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the WellFit Lab podcast. We'll talk again next time. Bye. This episode is brought to you by CT Wellness Co. CT Wellness Co. is the leader in preventative stress management, providing services to corporations, colleges, and universities all over the world. Their motto is prevent, relieve, and handle stress today so you can live a better tomorrow. Hit the link in the bio to learn more about the resources that CT Wellness Co. offers that can support your well-being.